Simon looked again at the girl's photo on his screen. There was no denying it. She might as well be Lenny's younger sister. Besides the Mediterranean coloring, there was a certain leonine quality to the face. The strong jaw, canted eyes. The photo was from the shoulders up. The background a tan stucco wall, presumably somewhere in Los Angeles. She looked directly into the camera, smiling with her mouth only. He wondered if she was an actress, or trying to become one. She was young enough, pretty enough too, or nearly. I hope I've understood your company's website correctly. Her first email had begun. I'm 22 years old. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I live a healthy lifestyle, or as healthy as you can in L.A. when you don't have much money. This has been a difficult year for me financially, which is why I'm interested in the kind of deal I think you're offering. Please be in touch with more of the specifics. Yours, Maria Campos. Simon had replied through Health Solutions' encrypted server, in the usual manner, direct, impersonal, detailed. He told her that if her blood type was a match, she would need to undergo some tests. First blood work, a physical, and a CT scan in Los Angeles. And if these were satisfactory, liver function tests at the hospital here in New York. Next would be the screening interview. After all that would come, if she passed, the surgery itself, and a few days of inpatient follow-up. Then she could go back home, and that would be the end of it. If she was still interested, she should send him the record of a recent physical examination, a photograph, and a phone number. He didn't mention money yet. The next morning, she had responded. Before I wrote, I thought about what you might need, so I got these records ready. The photo request is weird. This isn't a date, but here you go. You can reach me at 562-820-1980. Please advise the next step. Yours, Maria. Simon had looked at the attached photograph and medical records. Then he looked at the photograph again. He'd hardly been able to believe his good luck. Simon pursued an obvious strategy in the winnowing of transplant applicants. It's easier to convince the hospital social workers that people who look as though they belong together, which really means looking as though they have roughly the same amount of money, are involved in an altruistic partnership. If the recipient is a pasty rich guy from Connecticut, then flying in a donor who doesn't speak English from, say, Brazil is probably not going to be particularly convincing. And if they look physically enough alike, as if they might be first or second cousins, it all becomes even easier. Now, finally, after a week and two dozen applicants he'd been forced to toss aside, wrong blood type, wrong attitude, too old, too sick, too fat, it appeared he had the perfect candidate. The next step was securing Peter De Silva's approval, which was the reason Simon was sitting in the Health Solutions office at nine on a Sunday morning. This was a rare in-person audience with his employer, who preferred to communicate via cryptic text message or hurried calls from one of the five boroughs' remaining handful of public payphones. De Silva was half an hour late, but at last Simon heard a key slide into the lock, and then the door swung open, and in he walked. Yankee's cap perched loosely on his cinder block head. Black blazer draped over his bulk. Laptop bag slung over his shoulder. Peter De Silva was a droopy-eyed, corpulent man who always seemed on the verge of falling asleep. He nodded at Simon and slumped onto the couch, where he lit a cigarette and rubbed at the pouches under his eyes. He looked as though he should be permanently installed in the bleachers of a horse racing track somewhere, preserved in the amber of stale cigarette smoke and fried food, 
But there was something about his shambolic persona that set his patients at ease as he led them and their families in his other legitimate job as an associate transplant coordinator at Cabrera Medical Center. Step by arduous step through the emotionally brutal transplant process as he played the roles of advocate and counselor and confessor. He exuded calm. It wasn't exactly an act, more like camouflage, because Simon knew that Peter de Silva was very good at what he did, both his coordinating job at Cabrera and also as the shadow proprietor of Health Solutions, and he didn't get to be that way by not paying attention. So, who is she? Simon lit his own cigarette and turned the monitor to face the couch. Hmm. De Silva exhaled smoke through his nostrils like a cartoon bull. I don't see the resemblance. You... what? I'm fucking with you. Nice break for once. What's the age difference? Seventeen years. Maybe we go with the second cousin angle. That should satisfy social. She already emailed me her records. Simon handed over a printout. Take a look. Compatible blood, no underlying conditions, healthy, young. De Silva flipped through the pages. 135 pounds? I hope her liver's fat and happy. Lenny's a big boy. I'd say it's worth pursuing anyway, wouldn't you? She's in Los Angeles? Simon nodded. De Silva took a binder off the bookshelf, flipped it open to a tabbed page. Here's the number of a lab in Glendale. Tell her to go for the usual screening package. So, I should call her? Does Lenny have a secret twin I don't know about? No. Then I don't see the point in waiting for anybody else. Just do me a favor. When you talk to her, make sure she's not a mopey jerk-off. One per pair is enough. Lenny was that bad? Let's just say his attitude didn't inspire confidence. I don't want him doing any improvising in the psychosocial, okay? Everything he says should be something he's heard coming out of your mouth first. You know I'll do my best to prep him. De Silva stubbed out his cigarette and stood up. That's all I ever ask.